0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Nick and Jerz podcast, Jerz. It has been a while. I
1: was going to say episode blank, but I don't even remember what episode we're on. Eleven. It is April twenty eighth, so it's the April twenty eighth edition. We'll (laughs) just count it that way, way. right? Twenty fifteen.
0: Um, so Jerz haven't uh, haven't done a pod in a while. What's new, man? You, I feel like I always see you, but we just haven't, you know, focused our thoughts and words energies. into yeah. a podcast
1: no you know realistically a depressingly nothing new uh actually no i moved i guess i guess that's pretty big news uh yeah. moved out of the um the rat infested hellhole that i was living in um into a lovely basement suite with uh rats and no no rats oh, no rats. Yeah um got the nice the nice jersey wall up uh got the 12th man flag going on uh so we're pretty adult about you, know it, know? you know you're single when <laughs> you
0: know you're single when you have a jersey wall yeah in, in my room in, in your my room. own room yeah yeah, yeah. like if you have a man cave that has jerseys in it well, that are like framed nicely too, too that yeah, you no, can't just like frame. take down and no, wear
1: they're just on on hangers <laughs> so on
0: <for laughs> like what like button hooks or like
1: Oh, just, just pins. Just pins. pin them into the wall. And just hang it up right there, yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: So, yeah, because I don't have a jersey wall. I'm it's, also not that's single. That's too bad. So, oh,
1: my. I would take the jersey wall, I think.
0: <laughs> yeah, if, sure. If I'm being honest. Sure, over the love of your life, Over, hey? well, uh,
1: yeah, I think so. Looking oh at Bobby my. Lou's jersey
0: is more yeah. important. Yeah, pretty much. Look at Bobby Lou's outdated jersey, mind you.
1: Yeah, the, jer- the jerseys um, did not have a good record this playoffs, actually.
0: Well um both our records in the playoffs.
1: Well but I mean I also have, have the have well. the the King Carlson uh Ottawa Center's jersey and I, I I don't think I wore it for any of their wins. I I wore, wore for, all, for the all their losses. losses. <laughs> uh I broke out the Ovechkin jersey a couple times, not when they won. Um, I think we yeah, have my jerseys are collectively like maybe two and
0: Can we just say that eight? exactly what we wanted to happen? Happened.
1: Yeah, so going into the playoffs, uh, I'm sure we talked about it on the pod where we were like, oh, you know, hopefully the Jets can play the Ducks. That's a winnable matchup. And the Canucks can play the Flames because the Flames suck. Uh, and then the Canucks and Jets will meet in the second round.
0: And we were like, yeah, we can go to games and be it's excited. Like be this great. Wednesday we would have been yeah, going to it's a like, game. And then
1: one of our teams is in the conference finals. Yeah. Look at that. And then And then. The, neither of our teams are going to be in the I conference well, I don't know finals. what went wrong there, but – um,
0: I don't know when the Canucks will ever be in a conference final ever again.
1: I mean, okay, let's take it easy on that. Uh, <laughs> the, I mean, the Jets. I felt like every game was awesome. It, like, like that series. Except game four. That series made me sad because I was just like, I want to watch more of this hockey. Yeah. But it was over, obviously, in in four. Um, you know the Jets. You know, blew three. Or was it was a four leads.
0: 3 leads. 3 leads. Well, the fourth game we were excited because we weren't leading going into the third and we're like, "Okay, well, this is how you're supposed to play." And hockey. then
1: Ryan Kessler uh And then they twice. twice and yeah, then that's right. And something. then Sellied right in front of the fans. Yeah. Watching that ser- that playoff series made me uh, really appreciate how much uh, how easy it is to hate Ryan Kessler. Um, I'd never obviously watched him on a team that was not my own. Uh, but it also made me appreciate how much how awesome it is when you're cheating for him and he takes over a series, um, which series might be a long shot, but he took over that game. I like the way he two plays. Goals in it's the just his period.
0: antics, you know. That well, it's not that I don't like his antics either. Like I like his well, antics. It's and that's just the that thing. they happened against the Jets, which
1: exactly. Matter. And that and that's the thing when when they're when they're against your team, you you want to kill them. Um, but I mean, I remember. Laughing when, you know, against Nashville when everyone's booing him and he, and he had a monster series and, and you're like, you, you love it, right? And he's not a very popular guy in Vancouver right now. Um, I think I'm in the minority when, when I say, I, I, I'm still kind of a Ryan Kessler fan. I don't know, I enjoy watching him play. Um, Gabe's viciously shaking his head right now. Uh, a lot of people in in Vancouver are, are, are upset uh, about the way he left, which I guess you I, I can see that, but, you know, I don't know. He, he has his life. He's going to do what he wants to do. Well, he's uh, got a better chance to win a cup
0: there than he does here. Yeah, he
1: does, yeah. Well, I mean. So let's delve a bit. Off.
0: Let's delve a bit into Canucks Flames. Like you said, it was the matchup that you wanted. Um, and I don't know how many games, a couple of those games you just felt like they weren't going to win. And then there were the two games that they were definitely going to win, like the two games that they won. You're like, wow, they're clearly the better team out here. Yeah. And then the other four games that didn't happen. So. Jeremy, touch a bit on the playoffs from your Canucks.
1: Game one was tough. You know, the Flames scored with 30 seconds left to win 2-1, and I felt like the Canucks played reasonably well that game. Uh, I mean, the Sedins uh, dominated um, in terms of possession. They had, like, ridiculous uh, possession numbers. They're up around 75%, which is, like, unheard of. Um, Obviously, it's, it's, you know, only six games, but still to – Effectively uh, neuter the the top line of the Flames, which they did whenever they were playing against them, um, was really impressive. But they just couldn't seem to turn that into any tangible um, results in terms of goals. Well, and then your which, other which hurts. Score, too, uh, too. And then the Benino line got killed. Um, Horvat looked looked pretty good. I think the depth on defense really got exposed in terms of the bxs Spiesa pairing, which. Yeah. Um, I mean, everyone in Vancouver is, is aware of that. I mean, they were on the ice for a, a shocking amount of goals against. Um, and, and, I mean, Willie's kind of, you know, rolling literally f- for the first two or three games. It, it was first line over the board, second line, third line, fourth. Like, what? Rinse, repeat. There, there, yeah. been, there was no match-ups situational awareness, no matchups, no anything. Which I think... You know, he, he kind of um, endeared himself to fans by, with having a really good regular season. And I think it, what happened in those first few playoff games kind of, um, he kind of lost some of that goodwill that fans had towards him. And oh, they, they started man, going, going like, into what? the
0: playoffs, people were like, oh, he's going to win a jackass. Yeah, he's exactly, right? And then
1: after this, he was like, oh, he should be fired. Yeah. He's a terrible coach. Well, okay. He, he, to his credit, he, did, no, adjust. Some he fan, did adjust. I
0: heard some fans say that he should
1: Okay, be well, all right. He did adjust, and he, and he did start leaning have more out. heavily on the Sedins. Um uh, But still, I mean, I mean, the D pairings, the Tanner, Tan, ugh, Tanner, Tanev, Edler, um, they gotta be playing 20, 25 minutes a night. I mean, that's what you save them so for, you pay right? For but, but. You know he's rolling them out. They're seeing the same amount of ice time as Spisa and Biexa, which is a problem. Which is an issue. Biexa a- looked and, awful. You know, I-, I think he's at the point in his career where he he can't carry a pairing anymore.
0: Did we hear if he was hurt or not? Because he that that hasn't like come he out yet.
1: I don't know. Nothing. When's their end of
0: year thing tomorrow? No,
1: they already cleaned up. They did locker clean out the other day. Um, When's but, the coach talk? Isn't that tomorrow? Yeah, I'm not even sure. No. Anyway. Um, I mean, it, I I just think he's he's. At the point where he needs, he, he can be a useful, um, you know, second, third pairing guy, but he needs to be carried by a Tan of uh, an Edler or, so, you know, a, a, a solid guy. And, and Lucas Pisa's not that guy. Uh, and so having Spisa uh, with BXA just kind of exasperates. Tell your Lucas like Pisa story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, for, by all accounts, Lucas Pisa seems like a really nice guy. Um, He's struggled. Uh, since he showed up in Vancouver um, and I guess he was at a, ra- I just saw this on the internet somewhere, so I don't know the validity of it, but it's pretty funny if, it, if it's true. He was at a restaurant uh, in Vancouver or something. And he, he said he he makes a point not to watch TSN, not to, you know, try and insulate himself from the opinions, which I think you have to, if you, if you live in this market, especially Vancouver um, or Toronto. Yeah. I mean, any, any player you'd eat yourself up if you, if you, you know, look, Looked at everything, but he was at a, a restaurant. And he put his name down, you know, Luca for two or whatever. And, and the, the host goes, "Oh, Luca, that's the name of that crappy new defenseman for the Canucks." <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, not recognizing who it was. I don't know what the reaction was. I I mean, that's tough, right? Like that 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 makes you feel bad for the guy. You want to give him a hug. Poor Lucas. Pisa. Um, I mean, and the thing with him, like, he looked like he 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 can skate. He can hit. He can he, he can pass. But he, he's just—I don't know. He, like, hopefully, he can put it together. I don't know if he can. He's already 26 or something like that. Because um, he was a high draft pick. He was a first round pick. Um, yeah, I think he was a Flyers pick. Um, it's, but you know, I would really hope he can turn around. He's here for another three years. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, so yeah, like I mean, the defensive depth uh, got got exposed. Um, and and the, I mean, the Canucks lost their heads a little bit. I've never seen. You know, they're supposed to be the veteran team and stuff, but I've never seen, like, you know, Burroughs and Bieksa and all those guys who start, you know, losing their minds. I think it was game three. Uh, at the end of game three, uh, you know, Burroughs yeah, uh, on, on Russell. I guess he hit Gaudreau and then fought Russell, and then Bieksa jumps uh, Furland in the corner. And Biexa saying stuff in the media afterwards. It's kind of like he's calling Furland irrelevant. It's like if he's irrelevant, you wouldn't have fought him. Uh, but... I don't know. It just—it uh, seemed I've never seen the Canucks kind of lose their composure like that. So that was tough. And I feel like they kind of damned if you do, damned if you don't. Like everyone's like, "Oh, the Canucks are such whiners. They're you know they'll never do." It. And then they start actually, you know, roughing guys up a little bit and like, "Oh, what a bunch of goons! What a bunch of thugs!" It's like, okay, well, ah, you can't really, that
0: wasn't like you legit. Roughing really up, have, that just have be-
1: your pick. I mean, Burroughs Burrows was a good fight. Russell came over to him. Bros might have instigated, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, BX had, BX had kind of jumped for and kind of suckered them. Um, but, I mean, I don't know. It just seems like they, they kind of can't win. Okay, um, we'll touch a bit on
0: the future of the Canucks. Uh, I want to touch gently on the Jets here. <laughs> gently? Oh, my. Um, because it was a pretty happy time of my life. <laughs> this is probably the most emotionally invested. We, I've we ever can been. we
1: can go into the. Je- I mean, I could, I got all summer to talk about the future. Of
0: the Cubs. No, and then we'll talk about the future of both teams. That's, what oh, I'm, okay. that's what I'm saying.
1: okay okay well the plan. We, do we want to talk a little bit about game six? Yeah, we could actually. We have some clips so before we move before we move on to the Jets. That's true. Uh, we were downtown. Um, Vancouver watching game six. Library Square, public, uh, um, great establishment.
0: <laughs> we had a, the most amazing waitress.
1: Yeah, it was, it was packed. One uh, of your she took of care of us. Her, okay. That, <laughs> I know he's listening, so that's why it's even more fun. It was, uh, yeah, it was really good. Obviously the result could have been better. Uh, pretty, pretty dejected by the end of it. I didn't but really
0: he, care about the result of the game. <laughs> yeah. But like, it was really sad to watch other Canuck fans just be so sad. Cause like I'm a, I'm a tepid Canucks fan, I'll say. They're like, they're my second-favorite right. team, but they're like, it's a it's a big drop. Yeah, and I like, get that. My
1: favorite team in my second. Yeah. So it was just really sad to see everybody Well, so sad. And it's funny because as soon as, uh, I think it was Verbata scored the 3 nothing goal, uh, and I said this, I was like, in 2004, the Canucks were down 3-2 in the series to Calgary, went into Calgary for game six, had a 3 nothing lead, and blew it. Uh, Alex Ald was was the goalie. And then, back do then. you remember what Blue I bit. said to you? Um, I don't actually.
0: I said you jinxed it. It's all your fault.
1: Right, and I said that's not real. But, uh, but and in it, that in that it happened in, folks. in that game, Brett <laughs> uh, Brendan Morrison scored in double double or triple overtime to send the series back to Vancouver, uh, where we just got our hearts broken again uh, by Marty Jannetty in Game Seven overtime. Yeah. Uh, I was actually at that game, which was. Pretty devastating. I mean, and again, that was the one that we hey, tied. At least you were in the playoffs, Jesse. You know, yeah, it's true. Time. It's true. We had a team. Um, so, anyways, it was kind of weird seeing the flashbacks to that when we went up three nothing. I just kind of, I was having kind of deja vu, and I was like, hopefully, they don't blow it again this time. And then, sure enough, uh, they did. <laughs> and then they went back up four three, and and you know, you're like, well, maybe. And and then, uh, Maddie Stage and former Leaf. Arrow through the heart. Is it safe to say, Steve Dangle was making this point, the Flames just won the FNF trade. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it, it sucked. Um, it, it was not, not great. Yeah. So after the game, we were
0: a wee bit intoxicated. Yeah, lol. little. And, uh, and some folks happened to show up from CTV and CBC. Well,
1: CTV, I don't even know if we're allowed to play these clips or not, actually not thinking about it, but we're probably not allowed to play anything that we do, so whatever. Um, yeah. <laughs> Shut us down. Yeah, okay. yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, I lost my train of thought there. Um, CTV was kind of filming Mikey and I reaction shots for the last like 10 minutes.
0: There's a great of picture of the game. <laughs> of Tuna, jurors in, uh, pretty much, like, just, Despondent face. Like, just couldn't. It was just after they had scored the goal. Um, and we're going to post it to the page tonight because it's hilarious. And I'm going to put a great meme. <laughs> okay. um, oh, you've been working on this. This is where, like, when we were like, when
1: you shoot in the pod and you're um, like, I got actual work to do. That was just putting together a meme.
0: And so we have two very differing opinions on the Canucks. So there are a couple of us that got interviewed, um, a couple of them actually made it to air. Um, on CTV and CBC. Um, so Gabe, if we have the first clip ready of Jurors, you want to roll it now?
1: Up 3 nothing, and, and blow it in sucks, but no one expected him to even make the playoffs this year. So,
0: so I'm going to say, because I was there for the interview, you had a shitty interview, that <laughs> I, first one. The CTV one oh, yeah. was terrible. Oh, well, I didn't know. And I that was, was from the CTV yeah, one. Yeah. But you actually made it sound... He
1: cut, he cut that really well. Oh, well, I it's his job. Yeah, so yeah. Gabe
0: cuts all the shit that we do out, too.
1: Yeah, right? well, I don't think he's,
0: he's as good as, as that guy was, but... But he deserves to be paid more than he is, than zero.
1: Yeah. Once we start getting paid get he coffee. can get paid. Now <laughs> yeah, we're the talent. Baby right? steps here, right?
0: So anyway, so that was the your your CTV interview. I just was, I, I you, you know mumbled I did, I didn't look
1: like an idiot. Your um, CBC one
0: you're a way more here right.
1: I'd had yeah. I'd had a little bit more time to, to kind of process. Tell, like, well, and oh, it's funny because right. after the CTV guy left, I was like thinking Of all these things. I was like, "Oh, I right. should said this, should yeah. said this." Yeah. And then the CBC guy was like, "Do you want a word?" And I was like, yeah. "Actually, absolutely, I, I do. So many yeah. I words have so many words. I have all of the words." So
0: then we have another reaction um, to
1: the. But uh, yeah, I didn't make the CBC one. No. Obviously, all my my collective thoughts weren't weren't enough. Hit it, game I just want playoffs to be done so I can have my boyfriend back. <laughs> and Stole the show. That's Nick's girlfriend, Natasha. Yeah. Um, who, yeah, she She definitely stole the show there. So okay. she
0: does okay. not care that the Canucks lost. She was just happy that there were less hockey on. Like, she was just happy that the first round was over, basically. Right. So that there's less games for me to watch.
1: Right. And so she had to sit through the agony of you watching your Jets. So yeah. maybe you can touch on uh, on how well, on the what the first playoff was it since 96 96 ninety five
0: ninety six I'm yeah 96. 96 We talked about this a little bit and you and I probably disagree. Um, the whole whiteout concept to me, you know, fans are so happy that the Jets are back. And you know what? I wasn't there, so I didn't exactly experience it in its fullness. My brother actually very nicely uh, Dan uh, shipped me a T-shirt. The shipping cost more than um, the uh, <laughs> the actual shirt. The shipping was thirteen bucks. The shirt was twelve. Um, but uh, you know the concept of the whiteout is cool, but the Jets and we'll say we'll say the Phoenix start the Winnipeg Jets in Phoenix, and the like we won't include the Phoenix part and the. And You've Atlanta long, I don't part. know what you're saying. The Jets okay. have won one playoff series, right? So I'm, you know, it's not that the whiteout is a superstition, but it kind of is.
1: I just think you gotta get it for just take it for what it is it? It makes one of the best playoff atmospheres in the league. Like just just accept it and and, and go be happy with I it. I still
0: was wearing. Actually, fun fact: I didn't get to wear my white T-shirt because <laughs> this is another great story. We we pumped up Natasha. Now we're pumping her down. Okay? Well, we. I'm not. Yeah. I'm
1: not. <laughs> I'm not going after Natasha. So here. I get
0: home um, on the the game the Wednesday, and I got the shirt the night before. Uh, from my brother, and I put it on my dresser. And I pick it up, and right beside it is this makeup brush. <laughs> and there's makeup all over the sleeve of my shirt, my white shirt. White No shirt. longer a whiteout. It is no longer white, white. out with a hint of blush. I was living. <laughs> Natasha was so, like, she. I was so happy she wasn't home or else I would like, have like <laughs> so, freaked. T- just totally overreacted. So I was like, yeah, well, it was totally. Looking back, it was an overreaction. <laughs> yeah. obviously. So, but like in between periods, I'm like scrubbing <laughs> the sleeves with a toothbrush and like laundry you detergent.
1: need the whiteout. This is why we're losing. Yeah, this I'm is why we're losing. I'm and wearing blue.
0: So sure enough. Yeah, exactly. I'm wearing my jersey.
1: Like an idiot.
0: Like a loser. And boom, they lose. So basically, I'm blaming Natasha. So did you get a,
1: a period out of it? or Nothing. No, nothing, Zero. eh?
0: Nothing. Because I when I picked it up, it was like half an hour before the game. And I'm like, okay, if I scrub this and wash it, maybe it'll come out yeah. and I can dry it quickly. Blah, blah, blah. Right, right,
1: right. Did not never dry it, Like
0: never never worked enough. Like She's just soaking wet, throwing it on. <laughs> just show some commitment for once. It took like... Three or four, like, rounds of, like, scrubbing and a wash to get it, to like, get it. not noticeable. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's still, still, it's still it's, not white. It's, still <laughs> um, it's game-worn.
1: So Actually, I guess it's not. <laughs> no, nope, it's not game-worn.
0: Back to the series. Um, you know, I thought the Jets played well in the first three games. Um, the fourth game was not their best. Um, and, you know, it's just a couple bounces. And the Jets were in all of the games, which I was really happy about. I think they deserve to at least win one of them. It, w- it would have been nice to at least have a victory in our franchise, yeah. uh, you know, playoffs, uh, first, first uh, time in Winnipeg. But if you would have told me, and I probably said, I, we said this about the Canucks, too. Yeah. If you would have told me before the season that the Jets would have made the playoffs um, and lost in the first round, I would have been happy with that. Right. And I know a lot of those Jets players were playing injured. I know everybody is. But a lot of those Jets guys were playing injured, and they were just so battered and bruised from that last twenty game stretch where they needed to go like fifteen and five, and they couldn't take any days off. They couldn't, you know, rest. They just had to go, go, go. And I think that that finally showed itself in a hard hitting Anaheim series where normally the Jets are the overpowering hitters. It was an even series in hits.
1: (laughs) It's fun to watch, like.
0: Oh, it was great playoff hockey, and it's I think that the Jets insane. are built to play playoff hockey. But this wasn't their year. But I, this is not the end. This is definitely the beginning. And so.
1: that's and that's the thing, right? It kind of seems like you know, like we talked about the three third period leads that they blew, and 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 you know, that's a playoff uh, experience team in Anaheim, and maybe in Winnipeg. That's just there's a lot of guys who. You know, I, I I always I don't know how much credence to put in stuff like learning how to win in the playoffs, but you know, there's there's, some. there's something to it, yep. right? And and so, getting a taste of the playoffs, and hopefully next year they can come back and get you know first couple wins under their belt, maybe a series win. Um, and yeah, I think I think like you said, the the future's bright over there. Um, Let's talk a bit about the off season. We can quickly touch on it already.
0: Yeah. All right. What uh, what do you think the Canucks do um, over the course of the next six months, five months, to get themselves back into um, shape for another run? I personally To, make, to I, make the playoffs? I think it's this was kind of their year to do a little bit. Cause the yeah, Kings, but that's the, what
1: everyone was saying. Last, oh, I see Kings what you mean. Like down, the, it was like wide open. Edmonton
0: was terrible. Arizona was terrible. They played the Flames, who they – Thought and everybody Well, thought and that's
1: kind of again. the problem for me right now that I'm trying to wrap my head around. is like it, the Flames, in terms of possession numbers, were one of the worst playoff teams in the past five years. And so if we couldn't beat them, and again, you know, seven-game like, series, stuff happens. I heard a
0: stat where nine Canucks, or eight Canucks, are 30 or older, and three are 29.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's an old team. Right. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, the... The Sedin's, I, I think they got a couple more years of, of being of this, you know, point, point of game players. They're not gonna carry the first line, uh, but I, I think you know, Bo Horvat. I think he's gonna be in for some. His shooting percentage is gonna normalize a little bit, and then I mean, everyone's gonna be freaking out about a sophomore slump when yeah. in reality it's just you know he's. Good. I, that's what I would I would guess, but he he'll be a good player. Uh, I don't know if Vertanen's gonna be coming up this year um, i think
0: bowen vertanen on the third line next year
1: i, th- I mean I, I and you know what i think a lot of fans are going to want that as well even like even if they're not like you can find someone they just want to see young guys yeah they'd rather see that than than brad richardson and, and sean matthias on the third line
0: well matthias uh, is gone
1: which is too bad um because i mean talk about a guy who had a Really good year and probably do for you know he's not gonna score as many I think what he get this year like twenty two or something like yeah something like that uh, he won't get that many next year but he, he'll uh, he'll find a good a good spot um, he's unrestricted though right yeah so him, he's gonna ask him and Richardson too, him and Richardson are, are most money than the I mean I would have liked to see them take the money they spent on Dorset and Spiza and spend it right. there yeah. um, again not ridiculous uh, like maybe the Dorset contract for Matthias. I, again that's probably not enough but i, I like I, I don't get the spiza dorset signings um it just seems like I, they didn't need that length the term, yeah, the term just really doesn't make sense to me. Uh, the, the the cap hit is a little bit high, but I think everyone always, is, you know, freaks out about that. Yeah. It's really the term. What do they do um, in goal? Yeah, I mean, again, I'd love for them to, to. I'd love to say trade Ryan Miller and go with Lack and Markstrom. That's not gonna happen. That was what I was saying last year. Go with Lack and Markstrom, and then they went and signed Miller. So I I, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't think Miller gives you. $6 million goaltending better than Eddie Lack or, you know, however much. Yeah. It's 5 million difference. Well, or. but I
0: would argue that the Jets are in kind of the same situation as... The, like, I know Ryan Miller's obviously better than Andre Pavlich,
1: but yes.
0: um, money-wise...
1: They are. Pa- uh, Pavlich... Yeah.
0: I, the Jets are tied up in that, and unfortunately, and that, what's that, you're three not more years, to, Two more you know, years? Two, two more years.
1: And to keep giving this guy starts is insane. Like, and that's the thing... But like, you
0: can't move him, and you can't hide him in the minors, so...
1: So play... play back... Well, they,
0: they tried to play Hutch, and you faltered towards the end. And actually, Pavlich stepped up. Pavlich yeah, it's true. It's true. Pavlic did had an play insane well, run in he the, past, well. like, the past, five games.
1: Um, season, so yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't know. In you know, ideal land, you you trade Miller um, for whatever, like you know, conditional. I mean, McDavid. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Actually,
0: can we sort? Can we touch on how <laughs> stupid it is? <laughs> That the freaking Oilers got the number one pick again.
1: It you know, it,
0: if there was one team in the top five that I didn't want to get the pick was it was the Oilers because if they ruin a generational talent,
1: I don't know. I'd rather the Oilers than like Carolina. Like at least we get to see him. He's in Can. The thing that's kind of cool is he's in Canada. And when's the last time?
0: A great pro- player. It'd be
1: Gretzky been, yeah. in Edmonton. Yeah has been in Canada. And so that's well,
0: cool. Like like Yeah, you're going to see a lot of him cuz he's going to be sniping on Miller. Oh yeah. Well,
1: you'll be sniping on Canucks goalies for a long yeah. time once Miller is long gone. But if you want to be like the Central
0: Division, go ahead, like take all the good <laughs> votes and just leave us, leave the Central uh, Division as alone. As a
1: Canadian hockey fan, uh I think it it's it's kind of cool. Um and, you know, even a fan of the West, like you look at the East, they have Stamkos, Crosby, Ovechkin, Tavares, um, people Giroux. People in to watch. Yeah. Right? We, you know, we they recently traded us Segan. Thank you, Peter Shirelli. Yeah. So it's kind of, you know, it's the, those are the people that you come out to see and you're excited to see. And as a Canucks fan, it terrifies me because, in you know, you look at Alberta alone, Calgary, you're looking at Sam Bennett and Sean Monaghan uh, up the middle for the next – Basculean years, yep. and then in Edmonton they got McDavid and Nugent, which I love Bo Horvat, but jeez. Um, yeah, they're better. Yeah, they're I Bo. mean Bo Horvat and, and Jared McCann all you know seem <laughs> real great, but uh, I, 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 honestly, I don't. I don't mean to boil Jared McCann; he's looking like a really good prospect. He's having an awesome year in the Sioux. But he's not Sam Bennett. Um, but no, he's not. He's not Sam Bennett. He's not any of those guys. Um, so. Yeah, I mean you are looking around and, and and looking at at I mean you look at even the flames like I just said Monahan, Bennett and then uh Brody on the back end. That's scary. Yeah. You know that the, that's really talented. Um and you know those are the kind of the three pieces I guess you could look at you know, you look at Pittsburgh, you know that yeah, you know the Crosby Malkin Latang kind of thing, right? right. And so, um yeah, they're going to be good for a long time. Edmonton is going to be good for a long time.
0: Um Well, that's what they're saying when they got Hall and Nuge and Jokic and I know. mean,
1: I was I was saying earlier I thought they should trade Hall for uh over Ekman Larson, yeah. which I, I mean, I think I think would be kind of I, I love Ekman Larson, um but I think that I think that'd be good for them. They can roll with Give a Banoner for Larson. Roll, roll with <laughs> uh uh those guys, but they won't. I don't think Phoenix will give them up. Um, and you know what? Or Sorry, Arizona. And it lost – I, I think the, the toughest part for me in the whole draft lottery thing is I'm going to be going down to Arizona next year, um, and I was hoping to see either McDavid or Eichel uh, out there. And you'll get zero of them. And, I mean, and, 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 and that's not to say – like, Dylan Strom uh, – is a very good prospect. You see him next year. Mitch Marner is very good. I don't know much about Noah Hannafin. Um I haven't seen a whole lot of him. But um, they're going to get a really good prospect. I mean, you look at Dylan Strom's who I'm, I'm most excited about. And if yep. they can get him, uh, and you know, you plug him in with, with Max Domi, uh, Duclair, um, and then obviously uh, Ekman Larson, uh, Dvorak, another London Knight. Like they've, they've got some, some legit young did we, talent.
0: Did we congratulate you on going to Arizona state? I don't think we did.
1: Uh, I don't know. Most of our listeners. Pro-
0: yeah, there we go. <laughs> oh, nice. nice guy. Thanks yeah, guys. Congratulations to Tuna. He got into Arizona state law school. Yeah. Um, hopefully
1: they never listen to this podcast. So you, you're going to have commission. to work
0: on your guns because you're probably wearing a, <laughs> a sleeveless t-shirts a lot more often in that nice weather. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, congratulations buddy. Well done. Thank you.
1: Yeah, no, I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to it. Um, I yeah, mean, me and Dylan Strom. Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay. Speaking of hot weather, I was recently down in Mexico. That's right. That was one of the reasons why we didn't pod. For Escape so long, Cause up. I was sound gone. Sound cool, cool, cool. So I was in Mexico, um, which actually took away from a little bit of my jets watching experience.
1: Yeah. So this, I had a problem with, I, I, I mean, I just think this is poor planning on your part you don't go on vacation Aww. during the first week of the NHL playoffs. You don't. For me, that's a dead zone. Don't talk to me. First two weeks even. Don't even don't even look
0: at me. Okay, so it was it was continue to have my girlfriend or watch the Jets get swept in 4 games.
1: Yeah, well, you once again this is why I'm single. <laughs> I'll take the NHL playoffs. <laughs> I'm sorry That's that's a no-go That's that's non-negotiable <laughs> Non-negotiable Those two weeks Yeah Those two weeks I'm going to Go home Here it's great You're 4pm Watch the early game Watch the late yeah, game Yeah West Coast Saturdays is way better Saturday, yeah. Sunday There's games starting at like Start noon. at 9am yeah. I literally started yeah. at 9am one, yeah. one day Then noon Then there was a break Then 4 Then 7, seven. Yeah. It was amazing
0: Yeah I would like having a girlfriend though Yeah <laughs> so
1: yeah you know i overrated <laughs> well gonna play that next time
0: um, but yeah so i was in mexico um it was actually a decent setup because one of the um we were at this we were at an all-inclusive resort but there was kind of a bar that was close to the all-inclusive resort um that play the games on a big screen tv but they were like streaming it off of like illicit websites yeah yeah exactly so it was terrible <laughs> like terrible <laughs> like couldn't you get up there and be and like hey here's here's my <laughs> game here's center login well i didn't want to use all of our yeah. you know, connections right yeah. I, if you were at well, right home watching five you know different
1: yeah yeah well and then, and then of course all of a sudden this bar has our login yeah. and, and <laughs> that's trouble
0: but uh yeah so i ended up uh you know uh, drinking some cervezas yeah and, uh, and watching the jets play well in, what was in, your in role Mexico. now um, it was beer before lunch.
1: Right. And after, after lunch that's when you can get into the hard bar. The yeah. uh, the like I'm glad my, I'm there? glad
0: my mom doesn't listen to this because she probably wouldn't approve of. No. Um Please. but what, uh,
1: what is she, she knows what you're doing in Mexico in an all Strawberry
0: like it was after lunch it was just strawberry daiquiris like mojito like the thing I said the most in Mexico was mucho rumo. <laughs> That was my quote. I like, of like you the you say rumbo. Yeah. Mucho rumbo was all we <laughs> just said. Just murdering. And so we went, we went down with another uh, couple, my friends, Matt and Sam, and we just perpetuated bad behavior. Yeah. So like, it was just like, oh, you're going to the bar. Okay. Well, yeah, you get exactly. me one, right? right. Said, oh, you're going to the bar. You get me. You know? And uh, it was just, it was an amazing time. The food was great. Um, one of the resorts, or sorry, one of the resort restaurants um, was um, the Brazilian style restaurant. So the the big um, meat on skewers that they put in the roaster oh, and yeah, they yeah, come yeah. around and shave yeah. off onto your plate. Oh, it was delicious. But, um, I would suggest to all of you out there that are looking for a little, uh, you know, what's that word I'm looking for? I have no idea. Rest and relaxation, R&R. That's what I was looking for. R&R. Oh yeah, close to one word. No, um, oh, it, it was the R&R. <laughs> okay. Fuck you. <laughs> um, uh, head down to Mexico. Uh, it was awesome. I've been to the resort twice. It was the Grand Bahia
1: Principe. It's funny. I've actually been um, to that chain as well. I was there. in the. Yeah, in the I, I was young though. Yeah. I was back in the days when like they gave you a pina colada with rum, and you were like, ew. what? Is, like, I, I was ten or something. I, was right. like, I, don't, I don't want this. You don't say
0: that anymore. No. You say mucho rumo. <laughs> mucho <laughs> rumo.
1: Por favor.
0: All right. So we got about ten minutes left. Um, um we got a couple more things to touch on.
1: Yeah, we I mean yeah, so much so, so much to touch on. <laughs> it's just lots lots of missed time.
0: The the great thing about um you know, there weren't many great things, but the great thing about the Jets losing was that I could fully focus on the Minnesota Vikings' plan for the future um, of their franchise, including the whole Adrian Peterson saga um and the draft coming up on Thursday which right. I I am stupidly overexcited. Well,
1: about. and it's funny um I think it was Brandon McCarthy, the Dodgers pitcher who's very good on Twitter, but he was he was saying like I can't believe people watch like the draft, like like 3 rounds of the draft and the combine and stuff and he's like like what would other people from other countries say, if they came over, he's like, "Maybe this will be the one thing that our entire country's infatuated with, but no one knows why. It's like it darts in England." <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Well, the NFL draft is so dumb, because they, now they spread it over, out over three days. One night, prime time, the first round. first round. Second night, prime time, second and third rounds. Fourth or second third day I think they actually move it. It's still on NFL network. It's not on prime time anymore. Uh, and they do the the four through seven, but like talk about them milking for. And those are when it's the, well, tough, like
1: yeah. when you're ki- like when you're projected to go like late third round, and you're like, please, <laughs> yeah. I just want to go. I don't have to go to bed again yeah. and wait again. Give are me you a serious? Call. Give like, a call today. come
0: on. But the NFL is so good at like they had a schedule release like episode in oh, the NFL now. Yeah, that like,
1: was it too. Like yeah. it was like like three hours, and that probably
0: had more ratings than like. A major league baseball game that day.
1: Like, yeah, I mean, easily. Again, with the NHL playoffs going on, the NFL draft is is kind of not not yeah. really on my radar much. But uh, so I mean, the schedule came out and I was, you know, yeah. looked, but yeah. I wasn't watching a three hour unveiling show, <laughs> or whatever.
0: Um, one thing I wanted to touch on, we had an argument about earlier today. We did. Um, was so Shane Ray for no? For those of you who don't know, he's a top five projected draft pick. Um, in the NFL upcoming draft, obviously. And he got caught speeding in his vehicle. And inside his vehicle, he perhaps had some marijuana. Some herbal cigarettes. Well, he did have some marijuana. <laughs> Actually got, like, he got in trouble for it. So this He got in trouble. Is, and this just happened like, a couple days ago. Like this week. Yeah. And raised huge red flags about his character.
1: So he's obviously uh, going to a draft party, <laughs> and he's just you know you, he's got to stock up before the party. You can't you can't wait till the day of. So he'd stocked up, and he was just just carrying around till the draft party. I and heard- then once he got drafted, he was just gonna celebrate with a little toke and a couple drinks. Like a 20-year-old May. 20? 21? (laughs)
0: 21. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean.
0: There are – so I heard this guy on the radio today uh, on uh, Mike and Mike, and he said that he thinks Shane Ray will drop to the third round. Which
1: this blows my fucking mind. It's just insane to me, like, where they draw these random lines where Jameis Winston could still go first overall – despite the fact that he sexually assaulted a girl. But then Shane Ray drives around with a little bit of cushion in his car and drops three rounds? Are you fucking kidding me?
0: I don't disagree with you, but it's the principle of the fact that Shane Ray knew it was illegal five days before the NFL draft, breaks the law, I just and is going to drop... He, they I said mean, breaks if the he law, dro- If he drops, if he like, drops to the third round, he's going to lose eighteen million dollars of guaranteed. I money.
1: mean, if he drops to the third round, and I'm a team, I'm like, sure, I'll take this kid. Denver, it's legal here, kid. Whatever, <laughs> don't worry about it. I don't it.
0: think that he drops that far. I think he drops to one of those teams that's well known for bringing guys under their wing and developing their character issues into, you know, like, and not solving them, but like well, helping them through it. Not a team like, I don't know, the Cleveland Browns and the Jacksonville Jaguars that have consistent, like behavior problem. The decision making process, process in his brain. Right. Was flawed. Was flawed.
1: As many 20 year olds do.
0: Absolutely. And it really sucks for him that it happened five days before the draft and they can't,
1: You're right. Well, and there's
0: another guy that like drafted or sorry tested positive for marijuana at the combine. He was a first round pick, (laughs) and he dropped. I like that. And now he's projected, excuse me, to drop like twenty spots because of that. Because if he can't stay on the field, what good of a first round draft pick are you? I'm going to say, and I've said it before, that more quarterbacks in the kitchen is a good thing because now with young quarterbacks, you never know. Like with they're talking about Zach Mettenberger being the guy for the Tennessee Titans, and he was out half the season with injuries and various things. I think the Titans should take Marcus Mariota if he's there at number two because you need a franchise quarterback to win in the NFL. Guys like Russell Wilson who get drafted in the third round and start in their first year and go to the Super Bowl right. don't happen very often, right? Right. And so you look at you know teams that have been successful, pay, like – Tom Brady is an exception. He was drafted in the sixth. But, you know, Peyton Manning, Phillip Rivers, you know, all the big names were all drafted pretty high because that's what you need. And especially nowadays where they're protecting the pocket, they're protecting the pass. But so if if
1: you're a team drafting high, or or like, is it really, I guess it's enough of a crapshoot that you just go, I'll take the top quarterback available and hope he's good. Where you can't be like, look, the the draft class isn't great this year. You know, we don't want to waste a pick on a guy who's going to turn into, who's going to kind of turn into a nothing. Yeah. We'll take a, a defensive end, you know, who's going to be, who's going to be on our team for the next ten, well, ten, X years, and then you know, we'll we'll try and readdress a quarterback situation I next think, year, so yeah. that you don't, you know, five years down the line, you don't look back and you're like, well, we've we've used four of our five first round picks on quarterbacks. And and Jake Locker's starting.
0: Well, I'm not saying for five years straight you should pick quarterbacks, but like one or two or or even three is you know because you need a quarterback to win in this league. So when did the Bucks take the pressure? The pressure on the GM. uh, He was a
1: late. He was a. Was he late? Second round pick. Oh, okay. I I, Um, I don't actually know.
0: But the pressure on the gm to get a good quarterback nowadays is so much more intense than it used to be because i hate to say it defenses don't win championships as much as they used to
1: well and i think in football they've proven that you know that there's so only so much a defense can do it, it's by the way the sport's set up it's a lot of defense is reactionary so if it, if an offense makes there are certain plays they can make where it doesn't matter what you do on defense you can't stop them yeah. and, and, and so like a lot of defense is just kind of reacting to you know the offense and and obviously the quarterback's the guy who starts that whole thing so i i kind of i understand how how important it is it just it just it, it, but that's the thing and so if i'm tampa and i'm understanding how important that is maybe there's a drop from winston to mariota but i guess you got to balance how much of a drop there is Based on, I mean, Mariota. I, I, again, I, I don't know, but he seems to have. There's no questions about his character for whatever that's worth. Um, well, but I would. Even he's say never been convicted of anything. The, like, which, which you know, that's both a, these a quarterbacks good
0: start. aren't even close to being like. Well, they're close. Jameis Winston's probably close, but to being a top ten player in the draft. But NFL teams base draft right, so heavily right, based right. on need. Because they're going into the show the next year. It's not like hockey. It's not like baseball. It's not like those sports where you have time to develop these guys. These guys have to perform in their first four years or they don't get a second contract. Yeah. Like, so, the the NFL draft is so heavily based on need that you see guys, you know, Johnny Manziel, like, People thought people were wavering between him going in the first five picks to going in the third round. Yeah. He ended up going you know twenty second overall yeah. or whatever it was. Yeah. Teddy Bridgewater was supposed to be uh, like a top five pick. He slipped all the way to the end was of the end of the thirty two, and you could argue he was. Well, no, you can't argue. He was the best rookie quarterback. Was he better in than the Worms? league? Yeah, in the in the league last year. Um, so it's it's kind of it is kind of a crapshoot, but I think. Teams are realizing that they need quarterbacks to win, and they need cheap quarterbacks to win in their first couple of years.
1: And and that's the thing. Before if, the big if, salary, if I am taking a crapshoot, I'm not taking a crapshoot on a guy with the atrocious history that Jameis Winston has. Yeah, that's fair.
0: Okay, quickly want to touch on the Jays. We don't have much time, um, but Jays are 20 games in the season. Yeah,
1: I mean we have it again. We we have this big uh, baseball, you know, intro to the season preview start. Uh, this, I'm just saying. We can't words. do a preview start next. That's week. what I mean. Yeah. I, like that's what I mean. Like we had this all planned, and, yeah. the, and then and then we fucked off for yeah. a month and a half. Into so um, yeah, I mean the Jays. It's the same old shit, right? Yeah. Pen uh, struggling. A Strowman going down. That's like the worst thing that could happen. Um,
0: Burley's been lit up. Dickey's been lit up. Hutchison's been lit up. Their whole pitching staff has been struggling. Like, I, I mean, think they were leading the league in runs it's at some point f- last year. Oh, yeah. Week, they were leading the league in runs. Oh,
1: it's unbelievable. Oh, and it's funny. I mean, you look uh, over at Seattle, who are actually, I mean, other than Felix, are, are having some pitching issues of their own, Paxton, t- a Walker, uh, Ilyash have all gotten off to slow starts. Um, but the one guy who's – the other guy is having a good start in that Mariners lineup uh, is, uh, is a J.A. Happ. Yeah. Might look good in the (laughs) the Jays Jays lineup right rotation right now.
0: Um, There's four teams in the AL that have more than 100 runs. They're all in the AL East. (laughs) Um, The Jays are actually still leading the league league. in, um, but their difference is only plus three. Like they've allowed 102. Yeah.
1: They're so. three games back. Which Modern? is fine. I yeah, mean fine. I mean it's don't get me wrong, it's not the end of the world. No, but like, it's not. But it's again it's just frustrating to what like like the game the other night. You know, you, you get out to a big lead and, and and the pitching it's so hard to win games when, when your pitching isn't there. Yeah. And I remember like it was it's it's been the same for the last two or three years. That's sunk them every single well, time. Ever since they revamped. I them, mean, you cool. look at that lineup and and, <laughs>
0: well, they're scoring runs. The line, the lineup's not the problem.
1: Uh, well, and that's the thing. You, but you look Even at that lineup, and you, look, and you look, and you look like out. that's World Series contender. Like yeah. Reyes leading off, uh, Saunders batting second, and then uh, Edwin bow Donaldson, Martin. Yeah. And then
0: and then replacement
1: level players the bottom three. Yeah. Actually, And Devon well, Travis is playing. Sorry, I forgot. No, sorry. Two. I want I want Devon yeah, Travis, yeah. not not Saunders. Travis is Devon. Second. Travis has the best WAR uh, of the Jays yeah. so far this yeah. year. Uh, he was the guy that um, Mikey was fired up about. He was like, "This guy's gonna be really good," yeah. and he's gone off to a hot start. Um, yeah, he's he's got the best war. He's like third best war in the league right now, or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Um, and, and so, yeah, sorry, not Saunders. It, it, Travis at two.
0: Yeah, Saunders is seven.
1: And then Saunders seven. Uh, you know, Pilar. Pilar you know, Pompey. Pompey, yeah. uh, and you close it so, like that's that's a ridiculous lineup, yeah. uh, but. The, when the pit when your pitching's not going, there's nothing you can do, right? Like you can only do so much. What are they doing now? They're up.
0: They're up nine up six nine six.
1: So Hutchinson got torched. Got just lit he's up. Out.
0: Estrada is in now. Um,
1: um they ch- switched Brett Cecil to uh, the closer. To Back in the closer closing yeah. closing role. Um, so yeah, I mean, hopefully they can turn it around. Um, we uh, just finalized got our got our tickets for Jays Seattle next. Well, not next week at the end of July. End of the- Yeah, I'm pumped. Um, which pumped. is going to be great. Seattle. Uh, Seattle's also off to a bit of a slow start. Yeah. Um, again, their pitching's been minus twenty. Of, their run differential. Kind of letting them down. I did not know that. Yeah, I, they they've had a rough go with it, with their staff. Um, and, and like
0: that's with the Felix, per, like
1: Felix is, yeah, Felix's
0: yeah complete, complete game shutout wasn't yeah. it? Uh, was it a one? It wasn't run? a shutout.
1: Was or it maybe it was. I don't know. Um, no i don't think it was but anyways um yeah i mean that's that's it, the mayor, the the guy one guy that's going for them um <laughs> Nelson Caruso. yeah oh yeah he is carruzing uh
0: he has more home runs than a, a lot of teams
1: <laughs> yeah i think he's got 9 already
0: yeah. yeah 9 and gonzalez has
1: 7 um so he's got 9 cano's been good again um seeger's been good
0: ribby leading the league and ribby's too Twenty one. Yeah, yeah.
1: Boomstick baby. Felix Hernandez. Yeah, there's wins. Felix. Yeah. It, Chris Archer's been insane Outside to start the year. Uh, yeah, no, two of their best pitchers are still on
0: the DL.
1: Yeah, like there's a lot. There's hopefully both those teams can turn it around. I'm a Jays fan first, but yeah. it's always fun to see the Mariners do well and, and hopefully they can make the playoffs this year. That'd be kinda sweet.
0: Can you imagine they face each other in the Oh it'd be We'd oh, go. We'd I, have I'd to go. I'd be in Arizona. Oh, that <laughs> I wouldn't would suck. even be here. Oh. I'd be
1: so choked. I'm going. I'd have to. I'd have. You know, Fly. they would understand, right? Sorry, prof. Yeah. Playoff Totally understand. I gotta go.
0: Mikey would die. Would die without you if you weren't there.
1: Yeah. Well, that's it. It's funny. He was like, I'd go on my own. <laughs> like, if, if you weren't there, <laughs> like I'd go on my own. Or he's like, Mikey, I'd make you my have my other friends, I'd Mikey. Make, you can invite me. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You, you guys can go down and, and and check it out. There you go. All right. Well. Well, that's kind of yeah a bit of a I guess whirlwind. We talked about hockey for forty minutes and then and then tried to cram the rest of it in there. But we'll we'll hopefully be back next week. I think we can get I think kind we of can a, get a couple in here. In kind a of a yeah. you know regular back, schedule could. going. So talk some playoffs. Yeah, I mean yeah we'll keep you updated throughout the hockey playoffs. Um, talk more about baseball, and we can talk next year about the draft.
0: And some basketball, too. Are we, we going to talk about
1: basketball, too? I mean.
0: Well, this was the Raptor season. Okay, yeah. Raps got swept. That was swept. about it. Okay. Uh,
1: no one likes Paul Pierce. All right, folks. Talk <laughs> to you later. Take it easy.